0: These are stories about murder.
1: Could there be a hidden clue?
0: Things that are exceptionally alarming.
1: Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates.
0: Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. (laughs) In Germany, before a royal court.
1: thought she was Polish.
0: No, the magician is Polish.
1: This is Three Shots In. And today, we're talking about...
0: Welcome back to Three Shots In. I'm Jess.
1: I'm Jake. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 19. And
0: today we're talking about rubbish. Rubbish. It's rubbish, innit? In it. In it, rubbish. Hello,
1: rubbish. It's rubbish. Absolutely. It's disgusting. Shout disgusting out. Disgusting rubbish.
0: Shout out to all you guys in the UK listening.
1: Yeah, fuck you guys. Oh, <laughs> I mean, shout out to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> USA. USA. Come on, Jess. USA.
0: No, they don't need to hear that.
1: They know we're better.
0: They know we love where we are. Whatever. They love where they are too. That's okay.
1: Anyway, even if you're in the fucking dirty ass UK, thank you so much for listening. We do love you, but we love some of you more. And those are our patrons.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. You're the best. The best. We love you.
1: The absolute best. And if you want to be a patron yourself, go ahead and go on to threeshotsin.com. You'll find our Patreon page through there and you, you subscribe, you become the best. Mm-hmm. You go from nothing to something, mm-hmm. you know? Right. It's awesome.
0: We've got a little patron shout out. We've got a list of all your names We did. here at the end of the podcast. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's awesome.
1: And you get access to so many exclusive things. So like if you're not a part of that, like go do it or else, you know, you probably have like a really small penis or something.
0: I mean, something like that. Yeah. You're definitely missing out. That's for sure. Yeah, For sure. I bet your penis would be bigger if you listened, honestly.
1: Honestly, I think statistically it's been proven.
0: Statistically, you think?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wow. was a scientific study, I think, that was done. That says so.
0: That's crazy. So, I know, you
1: know. That's wild. Anyway, for shots tonight. We had some more El Himidor, you know, we bought the we bought that big ass bottle and we just love it so much we gotta keep shooting it.
0: Yeah. I I mean I I'm a big fan.
1: But word on the street is that our father is driving from California back to Texas and I may have may or may not have told him to to pick us up some weird bottles of liquor.
0: You said word on the street. Do you mean the word in your SMS text messages, text messages between you and him.
1: Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I told him, pick us up some weird bottles for the podcast. Okay. Um, I was told he already has two
0: Uh huh. and
1: he's not even in Flagstaff. Whoa. That's like a third of the trip. He's got, we're going to get some go. weird liquor mm-hmm. and I'm really excited for it. Right. What I'm even more excited for though, these drinks,
0: they are a creation of someone unknown, but Jacob has yeah. recreated them.
1: So I found this in the the deep, dark, urban dictionary definitions of the word rubbish.
0: What are they called again? Squishy rubbish or something?
1: It was the, why don't I remember?
0: Squubbish rubbish. Is that wrong?
1: You're wrong. I can't even grab my phone because it's charging and I need it.
0: <laughs> um, Hold on. It was Quidditch rubbish.
1: Some, S- uh,
0: squally. Squally
1: gone who cares (laughs) Jake created a cocktail tonight (laughs) without the help of anyone from Urban Dictionary and uh it is a Coors Light with a shot of vodka a splash of orange juice and two dashes of of orange bitters and fuck this is good
0: it's really tasty um with a name like Squabbish Rubbish or whatever it was called. I really thought this was not going to be so great, but it's fine.
1: It's really good.
0: It's quite nice.
1: It's really fucking good. What
0: are the... Did you say the ingredients just now? I already did. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, and it's really good. And if you didn't hear them because your Jess and your little horse ears couldn't hear, I'm sorry. I'm not going to repeat it. First of it.
0: all, if I was a horse, my ears would be much bigger than they are. The reason I didn't hear you is because I'm human.
1: False. Updates? You got any updates?
0: Um... Not really. I, I finally created, um, a very beautiful, yeah, intricate, professional, uh, intro and outro for our videos, our YouTube videos. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you now,
1: showed me, you showed me. I thought they were very good.
0: They were very nice. But for those of you watching right now, that, that intro that you're watching that you have already seen wasn't created until this episode. So I had to add it in after the fact to the to, episodes to former episodes to the episodes you've already seen yeah, yeah where I I'm trying to learn video editing so it's a little slower of a process so the podcast episodes are coming out way before the YouTube episodes and that's the way it goes
1: oh, well if you want really want to hear the episodes early 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 subscribe on Patreon threeshotsin.com subscribe on Patreon you'll hear those episodes right when they come out
0: yeah mm-hmm. you'll hear them
1: you'll hear them right when they come out just like Anyone else on Patreon for sure.
0: Totally. Which episodes do you mean? The audio ones or the I was YouTube?
1: hinting that we were like one of those podcasts that's like really on top of their shit and oh. puts the episodes out on Patreon like two days. But we're not early.
0: We're not like that. No, but maybe one day. You never know. Oh sure. One maybe, day. Maybe by the
1: time this is on YouTube we are.
0: Maybe. So so one day, hopefully one day soon, if you're a patron, you get to have access to all these YouTube videos much earlier than, you know, the the normal Mid, yeah. mid the, public,
1: the little plebs, the
0: plebeian public
1: leeches, just sucking off the free entertainment,
0: sucking off the teat of all of us
1: content creators, skipping past our ads like fucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Those guys. Uh, we're probably not going to get monetized on YouTube. Oh, We're definitely of, not. <laughs> I mean, 80% of the time because of what the things Jacob says, but like wow. 20% of the time because of the things I say.
1: Wow, you think it's 80-20?
0: No, that's an exaggeration. But I do think it's like at least 60-40.
1: 60-40 is what I would say. Okay. Yeah. So we are, we're agreed. Mm-hmm. 60 Jessica, 40 me.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. that's That sounds right.
0: Well, Jacob, why don't you go ahead and spin the wheel?
1: Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. I will.
0: That's a great spin, Jake.
1: Thank you. Very strong. Thank you. You know, I've actually had noticeably weaker wrists lately. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. They're just very, like, not feeling great. Maybe I'm getting the carpal tunnel. Oh, no. I know. From from typing away, you know, that, that 85, 90 words per minute catches up with you.
0: Right. You've you know? got that tunneling in your carpals right I now. I
1: got it. My, my carpals are not happy. Anyway, we got, you know what's rubbish? Ah. And so I think that's like a like a... Like, uh, you know, what's rubbish. And then we just start listing off things that are just complete rubbish.
0: Right. Just rubbish things. Yeah. It's rubbish in it.
1: In it. It's a little bit. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I don't know, Jake, you spun, you span. So I did
1: span. What is rubbish to you? What's something that Uh, you want to know? What's rubbish? What is rubbish? The fact that cable TV costs so much. And in order to offset that you subscribe. To streaming services, but in order to, in order to subscribe to the number of streaming services that you actually want, you're paying just as much as you would have cable.
0: Or you have subscriptions to, um, like Pluto TV or Tubi where you get the like scraps that none of the other main streaming services wanted, but they are all free. You don't have to pay anything. You just do still have to you watch, gotta watch ads. ads, but you don't have to pay. Which
1: brings me to my second point. You want to know what's rubbish? Rubbish. That my dumb wife is like, Jake, why am I going to pay for Hulu for that much when I can get it for this much with a bundle with Disney and ESPN? And I'm like, dude, we don't watch Disney. We don't watch ESPN. We watch Hulu. I don't want a bundle. I just don't want to see all these fucking ads.
0: But you would be getting more bang for your buck, though.
1: Stupid. I don't care. I just don't want to see ads. And then she's like, why don't you want to watch this show with me? I mean, because every five fucking minutes, I'm watching a commercial for fucking Gillette. Like what? I don't want to see show? it. Get fucking all of the like alones. I don't want to watch them with ads. Oh, where are you watching them? On Hulu. I told I you
0: I would give you my Discovery Plus. Your
1: Discovery Plus information. is not going to exist in the next three weeks.
0: It doesn't matter for the next three weeks. You could be watching it with no ads.
1: BS or care. or
0: you could keep being a you know fucking annoying pussy bitch who couldn't complain all the time. You know what's rubbish? You got sand inside your little hypothetical pussy? You
1: know what's rubbish? My bitch of a sister. <laughs> Absolute rubbish. How do you like that?
0: I don't. You can still have my Discovery Plus though, information Thanks, if you want.
1: But your Discovery Plus? you could going to exist. You could
0: also continue whinging, whinging and whining mm. about all your all of your ads. Because yeah. you don't have Discovery I will. Plus,
1: I will still consider it rubbish.
0: That makes sense to me.
1: Rubbish. I can keep going. You got anything? I'm sure I'm I do. There, there are fucking- there are
0: a lot of things I think are rubbish, honestly. But um, hmm, let's see. Um, you know we've been talking about Alone a lot. Yeah, I really like it. I've seen seven seasons so far, maybe eight or nine.
1: There's only eight total, I think.
0: No, there's nine. De- so I definitely haven't seen nine because there's two seasons. I think I haven't seen yet, but either way, now that I'm basically an expert on it because I've You're seen basically so many a
1: survivalist yourself, right,
0: exactly. Um, I think it's rubbish that people jump onto the show. Um, just wanting to prove to themselves, something to themselves and not
1: actually win. I did it. I built a fire and a shelter within 72 hours I have nothing to prove. I'm done. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go
0: home now. (laughs) Now, listen, I understand that for the purposes of the show, it means that they leave room for other people, you know, to win
1: screen time wise.
0: Yeah. Means that out of 10 people, because those are, that's the number of contestants. One person will be left behind the person usually who actually needs it. Not always. I'm sure. But so far, Every person has found a way to use it in like a good way and not just like, I just wanted to make sure that all of my survival skills, because there is a shocking number of people on there who say that they're survivalists and that they teach survival skills to other people and that they wanted to put themselves to the test actually fail and don't last the whole time. They
1: don't. They're quote unquote survival experts and they just watched Man main versus wild for like three weeks and we're like, oh, I got this.
0: I'm actually not sure. Like I Some went camping with my dad seven times throughout my childhood. And now I'm a survivalist. I really it's don't terrible. know. They know more than me, but listen, you know, men and women out there, that is not a compliment to know more about survival than me.
1: No, listen, I've seen their shitty little shelters. I can build that. Not even knowing how to do it. Just having seen it. I can do that. Yeah. That's easiest shit mm-hmm. to build your tiny little sad shelter. I can build my own tiny little sad shelter. Yeah. And you have anything else that's rubbish, Jessica? No. I do.
0: I mean, probably I do, but
1: I do. What? Electronic vehicles are <laughs> rubbish. They are so sad. Listen, I will I will give Tesla the benefit of the doubt because I've been in one Tesla yeah. and it functioned far superior to any vehicle I've been in. Okay. Only difference is that my vehicle can travel forever. All I gotta do is stop every four hours and take two minutes to put gas in my car. Mm-hmm. The Tesla's gotta stop every three hundred miles if you're not running the air conditioner or the radio. Yeah. And take an hour to charge up and then it can keep going. Yeah. But all these other electric vehicles, they're so sad. Have you heard them like overworking, going up hills? No. Oh, it's it's the saddest thing. That's terrible. My friend. Um, when I worked at Starbucks had a, an electronic fiat, a fiat, a fiat, and it functioned so terribly. Oh no. It was just awful.
0: That is terrible.
1: It was rubbish.
0: It's rubbish. It is. It's what it is. Absolutely. You know what's rubbish, Jake?
1: What's rubbish?
0: All of these video editing softwares. Yeah. Having controls like user interfaces set up as though someone basically put you at the, in the pilot seat of a helicopter and that's it. Okay. Figure it out now.
1: Okay. Go now. Yeah. I mean, but like you can probably figure it out
0: over the course of like several weeks. It's so silly. There are so many buttons and like this menu opens this and this menu opens that. I hate, and in,
1: I hate that my free software does so much. That's what you sound like.
0: I'm talking about the interface. I paid well, for these services.
1: You know what's rubbish? I didn't, I'm not using the free one. You know what's rubbish? You go ahead. You're rubbish. Let it all out. Oh, I will. Big nose. Oh, I paid for these services and I don't know how to use them. Why are there so many features of this service that I paid for? Mm-hmm. And why don't I know how to use them? Why am I a horse? Mm-hmm. Why do my children hate me? Yeah. Why does my husband not love me? The answers are <laughs> if very my clear. my husband does love me and so are, do my children. The answers are very clear.
0: And what are the answers?
1: You are a dumbass horse, Jessica. <laughs> Stop complaining about your video features and name a real thing that makes that you think is rubbish.
0: That is a real thing. I think name a rubbish. real
1: thing. Not a, fake you know what thing. I
0: think is rubbish. What you.
1: Oh yeah. 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 You, you. think I'm rubbish. Oh, yeah. how yeah. creative.
0: Yeah. I love uh-huh. that from where you are, you can smell whether or not my house is on fire or not. You could detect uh-huh. an emergency with your stupid, enormous nose that detects uh-huh. scents from like a mile away for several miles away, like jaws, and yet you wouldn't show up to save me. How about that? He wouldn't. He would be like. <sniffs> but imagine the tip of the nose is out here.
1: At my tip of my nose doesn't go out that far. It probably does. It actually. does. not You can see it.
0: I know. I know. But I'm at an angle where I can't tell how far it goes. And you guys can. It, it's out to like here.
1: It isn't. <sniffs>
0: Jessica's in trouble like Lassie. <sniffs> oh, no. They need help. And he wouldn't show up to help me out of this house. Me and my children and husband. He wouldn't care.
1: First of all, fuck you and your husband and your children. You think I'm going to come save you? Yeah, because I'd save you. Saving you because you're a horse (laughs) (laughs) and I have no other answer to that. Great. Horse. Cool. You know what's rubbish?
0: That your nose can reach in between the crevices of bark in order to lick up ants like an anteater. And you don't. But you still complain that like you're hungry sometimes. It's
1: not what I was gonna say.
0: It's really annoying that you complain about not having food, but you could easily just be slurping up fucking ants out of little crevices. That's not what I was gonna say. Because of your
1: enormous nose. That's not what I was gonna say. Okay. I was gonna say. You know what's rubbish? What is? The fact that Hanzo is so little, tiny, little teeny tiny Hanzo. I think it's rubbish because he's got he's got six foot man energy. You know.
0: That he has the energy for it. He's sure. got
1: he's got six foot man energy, but just four foot man genetics, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. And I mean, listen, should we be coming at him right now when we haven't heard from him in a while? And you know, he's got his own shit going on. Maybe we shouldn't be,
1: but that's rubbish. And it? it's fucking rubbish. <laughs> it's rubbish. And it's it? rubbish. Shit on him. <laughs> 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 he's probably oh out there. Gosh. wheezing, just wheezing, going up his stairs.
0: Any stairs at all. Remember, slight inclines.
1: Any slight incline. Hanzo
0: goes out of his way to use the ramp that people in wheelchairs use and still wheezes on the he way He zigzags.
1: Up. He zigzags the whole way. And he's still wheezing, uh-huh. going up.
0: <laughs> yeah. <gasps> he probably
1: thinks that stairs, inclines are rubbish. Well, he doesn't know it's it's him and his dirty little lungs. His rubbish heart. Yeah, he's got, he's got you, would imagine, you would think he has black lung. His it's organs. So bad.
0: Yeah, his organs are rubbish. Love you, Hanzo.
1: Yeah, I don't. Fuck you, Hanzo. <laughs> and it's time. We're going to move on. Mm-hmm. The wheel is over, it's done. Okay.
0: You go first this time.
1: I know. I'm unplugging my phone cuz it was charging. I'm nervous cuz you're going to
0: you're going to talk about that stuff you were saying is absolutely awful.
1: I do have an awful topic tonight. And
0: you said it's enraging.
1: It is really bad. Okay. So, here we go. So when you think rubbish, right, you either go directly to the Brits, just yelling the word rubbish around willy-nilly. Of course. Or you think trash. I do. When you think trash, you think trash can, maybe. Maybe trash compactor, maybe something to do with trash. A dumpster. Eventually, it all ends up into the same spot. A landfill. A trash heap. A trash heap in a landfill. Oh. Okay. Now, landfills are all over the United States, Probably many places in the world. Other places just simply dump their trash in the ocean. You know, we don't here in the U.S. We put yeah. it in, we put it on our land. Okay. And we fill it. We fill that land. Um. So have you ever heard of the EPA? No. It's, I, I mean, I didn't really care enough to look into what the initials stand for, but it's some government entity that for I the, guess. For the purpose of. keeps. They, I'm sure they do other things, but one of the things they do is track the statistics of landfill and waste in the United States. Um, they've been around for more than 30 years doing this. That's, that's their whole thing. Yeah. And they stated that in the U S landfills, uh, per year. So the amount of waste that ends up in landfills per year is 265 million tons. Whoa, that is a lot. Now, in parentheses, that was as of 2013, by the way. Now, do you know the difference between long tons and short tons? No. Yeah, I don't either. But it said 265 million tons, which equates to either 261 million long tons or 292 million short tons. Tongues? Tons. Oh. Like a ton. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. So I just yeah, ignored no. those, but I thought maybe, maybe someone who would, who knows what those mean. That sounds like a lot like interested. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a whole lot. Um, obviously this composts of mostly about 30% paper, paperboard it, it
0: consists. That's what I said. You said composts. That's not what I said. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Okay.
1: Um, yard trimmings, right. Another like food scraps, organic material about 27%. Obviously, there's plastic, metal, rubber, wood, glass, all sorts of shit. Build up the rest of it. Leads up to 265 million fucking tons. Okay. Now, back in 1986, there were 7,683 landfills in the United States. Mm-hmm. A lot of landfills. Um, but by 2009, we've decreased them. We've gotten rid of some landfills. We're being very uh, earthly. Hmm. <laughs> You know,
0: earth-minded. Yes. Conservational.
1: Yes. We only have 1,908 landfills nationwide.
0: That is not a lot. No, that's it's, way that's, less than I that's
1: thought. That's a 75% decline mm-hmm. in landfills over only a 25-year period. That's pretty fucking good. Okay. Really good. Now, obviously, you know the number's a little deceptive. Okay. Much of the decrease was due to the, uh, oh, that's a big word, consolidation.
0: Consolidation.
1: Consolidation. Um, so basically, multiple landfills would merge and just become one. Okay. So the number would decrease. Sure. Um, some merged because they became more efficient if they would were to have merged. Mm-hmm. Um, technology allowed for each acre in a landfill to be able to hold more trash, which meant they would need less landfills.
0: I mean, that's still a good thing.
1: I mean, look, shocker, the amount of trash that we have hasn't decreased at all Mm -hmm. but our landfills have technically
0: that's a good thing i'd say
1: that's right so when i thought of landfills my first thought was how many bodies are found in landfills like a lot well apparently no official study has been done okay so they're saying that it's really really difficult to track this specific statistic um and apparently leads to misleading numbers every time they do it because they just get it's just so varying sure from landfill to landfill state by state fucking country to country it is very difficult um but within the u.s they can make an estimate so it's not an official number but it's an estimate um between 1990 and 2018 so within a th- what 28 year period 28 year 38 year 30 20. <laughs> between, that, sure. between that time, <laughs> there were 15,957 cases of unidentified remains found in the United States. And only 616 of those cases were found in landfills. Okay. So the odds not so bad. of a body being found in a landfill are very slim. We just, they're just not there or we just can't find them there.
0: Because okay. it's so vast, yeah.
1: So the suggested amount would be that 34 people are discovered in a United States landfill every year. Pretty slim, okay? But there's a there's an outlier. Specifically, we're going to look towards the King George County Landfill in Virginia. Okay. Why was it that in the early 2000s, they found hundreds of body part fragments all over the landfill? I don't know why. Well, they looked into it obviously, and all of them came from the Dover Mortuary.
0: Uh oh. That's right.
1: A mortuary was just throwing fragments in the landfill.
0: Why was it doing that?
1: I don't know. But the Dover They're Mortuary not to do that. wasn't just a typical mortuary. Okay. It was the mortuary for the Dover Air Force Base. Uh oh. Uh oh, indeed. Yeah. So.
0: I I don't have any assumptions about what that means. Just that. That's okay. I'm concerned about what I will hear next.
1: That's okay. Because in the early 2000s. Okay. Specifically between 2004 and 2008, Mm -hmm. the United States had a lot of troops out in the Middle East. Yeah. Specifically Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of people died. Yes. And when Americans died, they were sent not specifically to back to their home base, but to the base that was closest to where their family was. Right? Okay. Well, the Dover Air Force Base in Virginia covered a lot of ground. Yeah. So a lot of dead soldiers went back to the Dover Air Force Base. Mm -hmm. Too many for them to handle.
0: So they just threw them away in the trash?
1: So in 2011 Mm. is when this story broke huge. 274 American troops were found in the Virginia landfill.
0: Whoa.
1: Okay. Now let's, let's dive in. What happened? Why did this happen? Yeah. Okay. So when it comes to dumping bodies in the landfill, this was not obviously authorized by the military or by the leadership. Okay. But it fucking happened. Now, the Air Force, right, the Dover Air Force Base, they had maintained that they couldn't estimate how many troops might have had their remains sent to the landfill. They just don't know. Uh Uh-huh. Right? It could have been a number of people. Sure. And the Washington Post received information from some whistleblowers.
0: Oh, wow. Within
1: the Air Force. Okay? And they were able to make a document about a single case. One soldier whose body came from the Middle East back to Dover Mortuary, and his remains were found in the Virginia, the the King George County landfill. Okay. Okay so this really doesn't look good it's because n- that one case yeah sparked an investigation
0: mm, yeah it doesn't look great
1: it doesn't so under the the military policies and regulations this was not chill um apparently all ev- everyone was saying they had no part of it the pentagon denied having any part of it they said that this was all on the air force base everyone's pointing blame but eventually it comes down to the people that actually fucking did it, right? Sure. So allegedly what happened was soldiers ashes were added to piles of medical waste as it was being incinerated. Then those incinerated garbage medical waste materials were then taken and dumped in the landfill.
0: Along with the remains of veterans.
1: There were the remains of veterans that literally died in war. Wow. Yeah.
0: I don't understand. Like, did they, do you go into why they did this? Like they didn't have family to claim them?
1: I mean, we're going to go into their reasons why. Okay. They're not necessarily reasons why though.
0: Good reasons, you mean?
1: Oh, nothing is a good reason in here. Oh man. So the Air Force and Pentagon had determined that a lot more remains must have ended up in this landfill, but they weren't positive as more than 6,300 troops remains passed through the mortuary. From 2001 to when this investigation started in 2009. And because of that number, um, someone in the, the high ups, uh, let's see, this is a uh, uh, high up in the Pentagon said that it would require a massive effort and time to recall records and research individually. They would have to pull up records for each individual corpse that they dealt with. Right. It would take so much time. Apparently, they didn't see it worth it. So they didn't do it.
0: Do you know who it was exactly who reported that remains were in the
1: landfill? The Washington Post.
0: Oh no, I just mean who first noticed and then
1: spread the word. So whistleblowers within the Dover Air Force Base?
0: They're the ones who had to say something?
1: They reported that they sent multiple remains to the King George County landfill.
0: I just thought you were saying like they confirmed it or like that was supplemental. Nope. Like it wasn't like someone in the landfill who works there saw bones and said something. No one at the actual mortuary said something.
1: Yes. It was soldiers working in the mortuary. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. They were the whistleblowers. Okay. Which means they had orders to do so. (laughs) Oh, now, um, a representative in Congress, um, pressed the Pentagon for answers, um, saying that People's husbands and children and brothers were killed in Iraq and their bodies were, you know, dumped in a landfill and they had accused the Air Force and the Defense Department of hiding the truth. Okay, now, obviously, the Air Force didn't take kindly to this and Holt, this uh, congressman, fucking pressed said that we spent millions, tens of millions to find any trace of soldiers killed, and they're concerned about a massive effort to go back and pull out the files and find out how many soldiers were disrespected this way. He's pissed off with the Air Force, right? As he absolutely should be, and as every other American should be, because what the fuck? Yeah. Um, He says that they just didn't want to ask questions or look very hard into this at all because it would make them look bad. Wow. Um, Senior Air Force leaders said that there was no intent to deceive. He said, quote, absolutely not. That was Lieutenant General Daryl, Daryl D. Jones. Wow. Of the Air Force. He was the deputy chief of staff. Um, and he said, absolutely not. That's not why we're doing this. Anyway, the week after, the Washington Post pressed for information that was contained in the Dover Mortuary's electronic database. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Jessica, they had whistleblowers. Whistleblowers that were willing to shit on everything to get this information out, and they did. It showed that 976 fragments from 274 military personnel were cremated, incinerated, and taken to the landfill between 2004 and 2008. They had records of it. But why? They recorded that said person's records were incinerated and taken to a landfill. Okay. Um. So it's not in this article, but I'd read another article. It wasn't necessarily an entire corpse. Yeah. Um, that they had said one body came in. It was a soldier who was killed uh, after an IED exploded. Sure. And his arm had broken in a way. Okay. And had bent in a way. And then the heat was so strong that it fused the bones together. Okay. And so it created a corpse that was just unviewable. So they had to cut off the arm to then make the corpse viewable sure in a casket yeah but then what do you do with the arm I don't know oh easy you cremate it you dump it in the trash and you send it to the landfill
0: you wouldn't like consult with the families Jessica like you wouldn't just say hey we can dispose of it on our own or we can put it in like the foot part of the casket where you can't see his body Jessica
1: the landfill's right there oh come on what are you gonna do you know
0: I just feel like that's it's not, that disgusting. is not a difficult thing to decide on. I just and feel like that's
1: not the most disgusting part. Oh man. We're going to keep diving. An additional group of 1,762 unidentified remains were collected from the battlefield and were disposed of in the same manner. Um, Meaning, mean like they found body parts in the Middle East. In the Middle East, in the battlefield, they found body parts, gathered them up, added them to a pile. Flew them back to Dover Memorial to fucking maybe they can get to their families or whatever. They didn't. They just burned them all and threw them in the trash.
0: Well, I don't know. Devil's advocate. How do you identify those?
1: Some of them they couldn't, which is fair. Well, that's what I mean. Do you think do you think we should still just throw them in a landfill? What do you do?
0: That's what that's my argument. What is the alternative?
1: Well, they do have a different alternative now. But before that happened, I mean, do you think throwing the bodies of these people in the landfills was the way to go?
0: I'm not trying to say I understand what the way to go is, is all I'm saying. Like if someone is in an explosion and like a toe goes here and a finger goes there and you find the remains, what are you supposed to do with that?
1: Well, the total number of incinerated fragments that were dumped in the landfill exceeded 2,700. Okay. Now, a separate federal investigation of the mortuary began and This is when the whistleblowers really came into effect. Um, They had pointed out gross mismanagement in the leadership of the Air Force, whoever was overseeing the mortuary. Mm -hmm. Um, They had said how body parts, they documented how body parts were covered from bomb blasts stacked up in the morgue's coolers. Yikes. They didn't even try to identify. How could they? They threw them in a cooler where these limbs would sit in this cooler for months, some years.
0: That's so sad.
1: Before eventually, they were just disposed of and thrown in a landfill.
0: It sounds like that's just war, man.
1: It's not, because no other mortuary in the United States did this. It was the Dover Air Force Mortuary. Are you
0: really sure about that?
1: Maybe, maybe not.
0: Because I, I don't know, man. I don't know that it's just them.
1: Well, the reason why this investigation only began in the late late 2000s, like early 2010s. Okay. Um, Apparently, President George H.W. Bush back in 1991 um, had banned looking in, basically covered up for what military bases did with bodies. Okay. He essentially signed a thing or something that made it banned. No one could look into it. Uh, That was before the first uh, Gulf War. And in april twenty two thousand and nine, Obama had lifted the ban. Like, no, why are we hiding what we're doing with bodies? There was a reason because places like because he Dover didn't want to Air say Force. to the
0: public that he was throwing the unidentified parts into the trash.
1: I think I and think many people knew the
0: military didn't have the budget to identify the DNA of every single fragment of people's bodies in order to identify them and send them to the proper place,
1: but you can't just. Cremate them and add them to, like, a big pile of cremated soldiers and say, like, I don't know, the Soldier Limb Memorial or something.
0: That sounds nicer, but right? I don't know. I Just don't Just add how, it to I a fat pile. I don't know how all that works.
1: Maybe tamp it down every now and then <laughs> so you can add more. I don't, don't want to assume
0: know. people wanted to disrespect the body parts of people who died for our country, at least in intention. But, yeah, so I won't make that assumption but i it definitely sounds nicer if they had like a hey this is our collection of definitely veteran fragments body fragments fr- veteran remains unidentified i feel like yeah. there's entire cemeteries of people of graves we have a
1: giant memorial unidentified
0: grave tomb of
1: the unknown soldier or unnamed soldier whatever the fuck it's called yeah like that's a that's a big deal yes you know now by the way, this wasn't just body parts. This was also unclaimed bodies. Yeah. So anyone, any soldier that came back and they said, hey, we reached out to ne- next of kin and they haven't gotten back to us six, seven, eight months later. Oh, my heart. Let's just burn the body and throw it in the landfill. Oh, <laughs> this is very bad.
0: It's terrible.
1: Um, so the Air Force had said that they don't know when landfill disposals began. Okay. But their first record of it was February of 2004. Now, their their database began in 2003. That's when they switched from paper to computer. Mm-hmm. So the database really started then. Uh, so it's not surprising that they wouldn't have record of it until 2004. Yeah. Anyway, they found that, uh, this is CBS News, found that the widow of Sergeant First Class Scott Smith Had found out that two years later, that part of her husband's body was incinerated and disposed of with medical waste in the landfill. She was not very happy to hear this. No. To hear this news. Now, the Air Force, you know, wanted to make, wanted to save face. They said, hey, it's fine. We've ended this practice. We don't do this since 2008. We don't do it anymore. Um, But, you know, they still did it for recorded five years now. Uh huh. Not great. Um, By the way, the military now has a protocol for this. I guess they didn't before, but now they do. They said that they now with any unclaimed or unidentified body parts or bodies, they cremate them and they bury the ashes at sea, which is kind of sort of the same thing. But it sounds nicer, you know?
0: Yes, that's a little
1: more respectful than just throwing them with garbage.
0: I know it just it makes me think that maybe this isn't so black and white. Maybe there is a lot of like red tape and budget issues and stuff that requires a lot of like finesse. Maybe. That will take years to actually establish. And I don't wanna I don't wanna think terrible things of people doing hard jobs. But it would be a lot nicer (laughs) if there were a different place to take them.
1: Well the Air Force also claimed no blame in this. Okay. They had they they or they claimed no guilt in what they did. They said that they did not need to inform relatives of troops whose remains ended up in the landfill because those people had already signed forms stipulating that they did not wish to be notified of additional remains being identified, meaning they received half of a corpse and signed a form saying, yeah, don't notify me when you find the other half.
0: Isn't that understandable?
1: Sure, but do you expect that other half to be in a landfill?
0: My, my, uh, it's not really an argument. It's
1: very disrespectful. I mean... That is, you are literally burying troops' corpses with garbage.
0: But that's just it. Like, I don't know, the debate, the devil's advocate in me wants to tell you, like, okay, let's say a veteran, he dies. Right. Donates his organs. But, like, I don't know, three of them aren't viable. What happens to that medical waste? He did serve.
1: I don't know that a veteran could be an organ donor. Let's just say. Pretty sure our government just slabs their body up <laughs> with all sorts of toxic shit.
0: Maybe. <laughs> but let's just say okay, like there you see what I mean? Like let's say a veteran does no, die from like lo- more long-term wounds. Doesn't die at war, but dies eventually after 20 years from wounds he suffered in war. Dies in an, an early death because of those injuries. And in his preparation and stuff like that, what happens to his medical waste? Like when they do um uh like morticians when they embalm bodies they're removing all the organs what do you think they do with those
1: they probably burn them
0: what do they think what do you think they do with the ashes if it's not if it's not a cremation i don't know that's Perha- what i mean
1: perhaps they add the ashes into like the bottom of the ta- of the casket i don't know if they're embalming the corpse now also these weren't just old men that died after serving in the in the military many years before these were people Young men who were in Afghanistan and were killed, and then their body parts were essentially thrown into a landfill.
0: Oh, well, I don't necessarily place value on one over the other. I think it's more tragic when someone is young, but that's still a valuable life to but me. But also, if dying in war
1: versus dying of old age is very different.
0: I'm not talking about old age either. Uh, I don't know that I'm as upset as you thought I would be.
1: I think I thought you'd be very upset. Um, now, obviously, the people that worked for the landfill were disgusted um and they said that you know essentially I'm not going to read the whole quote it's way too long but essentially like they weren't down with this they would have never been down with this they didn't know that they were receiving bodies of soldiers within their medical waste landfill or whatever um back to sergeant first class Scott Smith he was a member of a bomb disposal unit over in the middle east was killed in July of 2006. And in 2007, his wife began asking the military what happened to his remains. They were identified after they had a funeral for him. And after four years of letters, phone calls and requests, she received a letter from the mortuary in April. This is 2011 now, stating that the military cremated and incinerated his remains and disposed them in the King George County landfill. They were just straight open about it. Your husband's remains are in a landfill yikes yeah so she wasn't down with this no <laughs> um and it's she's very fortunate that there were whistleblowers that came forward and helped her case or whatever because this is the case that made it to the Washington Post um eventually we get into a little more information as to how this was able to take place but when it comes down to it it was essentially a few dudes two to be exact one Basically, the one who was in charge was Colonel Robert Edmondson. Essentially, I don't think he personally gave the order, but he was responsible for giving the order to just send the remains to a landfill. Mm -hmm. And he needed to be punished, and the Air Force also agreed that he needed to be punished. Yeah. So they fined him $7,000, and they Mm -hmm. reprimanded him and said that he would not receive further command assignments.
0: (laughs) So, bad. Bad.
1: Bad. They slapped that wrist really sharply, left a little sting on it.
0: Ouch. Seven grand.
1: Next was Trevor Dean, who was the civilian deputy at Dover. Uh, essentially, he was the one who probably gave the order.
0: Yeah.
1: He received 20 days without pay for his role. Ouch. Ooh. Owie. <laughs> this stings. yeah. Then we have the last one that was punished was Quentin Keel. Now he wasn't necessarily involved with the bodies being sent to a landfill, but he did threaten the whistleblowers. Mm. And so he was to be punished. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately though, he resigned before any action would be taken against him. So no harm, no foul.
0: Those are absolutely not things that should have been kept secret. So if you were trying to keep them secret, yeah, you, you should be getting some sort of reprimand for that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, look, I don't think they need to go to jail, prison for the rest of their life.
0: I don't know about that. But, but people should know what is happening to the remains of their perhaps, loved ones.
1: Perhaps dishonorable discharges.
0: Maybe. Perhaps yeah.
1: some some break time, maybe something. Something. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't receive anything. Um, they are all still working. They received some pay cuts and were moved to non supervisory jobs.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I don't want to assume terrible things <laughs> of people I've never met. Especially in such a delicate situation, which I know nothing about, but that doesn't sound so great to me.
1: No, no, it doesn't. Uh, Anyway, by the time this article was posted, this is again back in 2011. They also have jobs. They're still working for the Air Force. Yeah. Really nothing came of it. And it was all hush hush. By the way, their punishments, I read glintings of in actual articles, but could not find anything that even named them. Could not find their names anywhere. You want to know where I found their names? Where? I found some Marine Corps blog who fucking named them as to who they were. Out of rage. Uh-huh.
0: That's a Marine. He
1: was pissed. Yeah. Because it wasn't just Air Force bodies that were sent there. It was any military personnel that died in combat or yeah. at that war that lived in that general area. You know, salute that.
0: Well, that was terrible. <laughs> that was disrespectful.
1: Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Dang.
1: That's rough. I thought you'd be more more pissed.
0: No, I think that that kind of thing, it's very easy to hear that and think it's black and white. It's people not caring or being very callous. Um, But I think it's more complicated. I think that there's more going on there.
1: See, I just don't think so. Because they could have just taken the ashes and dumped them at sea once a month, you know? I don't know. That feels more respectable, more respectful.
0: From my experience with the military which has not been direct because Terry was active military and I wasn't, um, things that should be simple and fairly easy to do don't get done simply or easily. Um, and from what I've known, it's not necessarily the fault of the people trying to get them done.
1: But it could be as simple as, Hey, the mortuary is closed every fourth Sunday <laughs> of the month, because that's the day that we take all these remains and dump them in the ocean and do a 10 minute ceremony Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. You know, they could have easily done that. But even easier was sneakily adding these ashes to incinerated medical waste and then dumping them. They went out of their way to do that. That was, we're going to incinerate our medical waste. Let's just scoop some shovels of ashes in there and dump them all at the same time. Yeah. They knew they were doing some shady shit. Yeah. And they did it anyway.
0: I don't like the sound of it, but I do stay like okay. where I stand. Where That's fine. I stood on all that.
1: That's fine. Jessica hates America and she hates our troops. <laughs> you heard it here first. Email I, her that, Jess at three shots.com. <laughs> you call her a dirty anti-American bitch. I don't
0: hate America. Okay.
1: You hate you hate America, apparently. No, you said it. You essentially you I said, said it. did not. You said the words. You said the words. Didn't I didn't.
0: You? Didn't you? It. No.
1: Didn't you? You did.
0: no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you? I didn't say it. Hmm. Hmm.
1: <laughs> you anti patriot. Disgust me. You disgust me.
0: Wow. <laughs> you know what, Jacob? Maybe we should just go on break. I think we should. I think it's a good time.
1: I think it's a great time. I
0: definitely like a break from all of that going on over there. You know what? From me, the, the nasally sounds going on. Me from the other side of the being table. an
1: actual patriot. Uh huh. I say that it is okay that we go on break right now.
0: Yeah, me as a free citizen of the United States,
1: as an anti-patriot who hates our troops mm, yeah. and wants them all to die and have their I bodies know. bodies end up in <laughs> dirty little landfills. No, I get it. It's fine. We're going break now. <laughs> Jess. Yeah. Jerry. He's gone.
0: Jerry Springer.
1: Jerry Springer.
0: Yeah. Excuse me. I have the hiccups. I don't mean to disrespect the dead.
1: You're besmirching (laughs) his name. You're calling him Jerry. I'm
0: sorry, Jerry. I don't mean to call you that.
1: Give him his chant. (gasps) What? Jerry. 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 Jerry.
0: You will be missed by a lot of people, I'm sure. Not necessarily (laughs) by me. You're an idiot. I'm just, I just have the hiccups.
1: So I found this thing that was saying like, oh, like unanswerable paradoxes, right? Okay. And the top one was the like train car paradox or whatever the fuck they called it. Okay. So you're on a train and it's driving, right? Like trains do. Yeah. And it's about to run over five people that are tied to the tracks or you can pull the lever and it will go to a different track where will where there's one person tied down on the track and you will run over them and kill them obviously. And it was like, what do you do? Right. And it said it was unanswerable. And now this has come up. Okay. This this paradox is pretty well fucking known. It's like the trolley paradox, whatever <laughs> the fuck. Oh my god. I'm really sorry. Anyway, it's like the trolley paradox, right? It comes up all the time. And it pains me when I hear people not knowing what they would do.
0: In the trolley paradox?
1: Yeah. Isn't it fucking plain as fucking day? Yeah. What you should do? That one's and always do? been pretty simple to me. That didn't make sense to me at all. Obviously, you kill one over five. Absolutely right yeah now you know some people add like variables to it like the one person is your spouse right
0: mm-hmm. in which
1: case i would just let it run over these five people because mm-hmm. fuck them i care about my spouse more than i care about these five people right but if i don't know any of them then sure i'm going to kill the one person not the five right that whole thing blew my mind and it made me like every time i hear the argument come up especially when i'm at work i'm like dude we go, we go, fucking Tokyo Drift on those bastards. I take all six out at the same time, including your your now, wife. Yeah, now no one is spared. Not even your wife is spared. No, fuck her, fuck her. We 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 mm-hmm. take all of them out, <laughs> and then there is no guilt now, right? right? Right. Because I didn't save one or save some others. I just killed them all.
0: It it's just one of those paradoxes that's really stupid. People get stuck on for some reason. I don't I don't really understand why.
1: Because they're retarded. If I pull the lever, then that means that I killed that person. No, bitch, it means you saved those five. Fuck that one. Who cares it means about them? At least you saved four lives. And you saved five and you killed one.
0: That's what I mean. Like, Rather if you than were worried, there, if you were concerned about taking a life, you took four less by yeah. pulling that lever, is what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: If you just sat there with your thumb up your ass thinking, oh, I'm not a murderer, that's your train running over these fucking corpses. Because you did nothing. Because you did nothing and you let five people die. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Fuck you. Awful. If you hear this paradox and you're all like, oh, I don't know what I do. That's a tough decision. Fuck you. I hate you. You're just like a fundamentalist fucking Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. Gosh, loads of rubbish.
0: Rubbish is, I mean, it means trash.
1: Pretty sure. It mean it means trash, garbage, useless, disgusting, waste. Jess,
0: no, nope, it doesn't mean me. It just means things that people don't want that they throw away because they have no need for them.
1: Like, like used Q-tips or tissues or styrofoam cups. After you've already poured your apple juice in them. You've got the right idea. Or Jess.
0: Nope, not me though. That's the wrong idea. You were good up until you said that. Mm. Yeah.
1: There are a lot of products that I would throw away. That I would consider rubbish.
0: Yeah, I would throw a lot of them away too. You know whose products I would never throw away? Whose? Our sponsors. That's right. Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. We'd like to thank Tilted Tinker Woodcraft and Wizardry. They are a company that makes woodcraft products.
1: Like plaques with all sorts of hilarious sayings and coasters with sarcastic twists.
0: All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories like dice towers, dice dungeons, and DM screens.
1: Everything is made here in the USA.
0: Yes, a family-owned business. They use American wood in Uh, American hands. Nice. (laughs) They personally create... All of their merchandise.
1: Yes, they are close friends of ours, but that's the most that we'll say. It could be anyone, but they're fantastic.
0: They are. They are fantastic, and it really could be anyone at all. We own many of their products.
1: That's true. All of them are of great quality.
0: The greatest. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. Reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias.
1: That's Tilted, T-I-N-K-E-R. You should go and buy something from their website because they're awesome.
0: And they love us just like we love you.
1: What do you think Chris Angel's up to?
0: Chris Angel? Yeah. Probably.
1: You think, you think he's still doing magic? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. You think he's still doing magic up in Vegas?
0: Yeah, I do. Probably.
1: Oh my god! You still have the fucking hiccups, Jessica. What? I want you to think okay. right now. All right. Really, really think. Are you really about think. to do
0: some Chris Angel mind magic on me? Listen,
1: I saw this video that said that hiccups are a natural reflex because we used to be fish back in the day, <laughs> okay? And we have we have morphed from fish to humans, Right. okay? So just tell yourself, think and tell yourself, I am not a fish.
0: Calm down, Jesse. You're not a fish. You don't have to hiccup.
1: You're not a fish.
0: You're a human being.
1: You can breathe oxygen.
0: <laughs>
1: Believe it, Jessica. <laughs> Believe that you're not a you're not convinced. Okay. A part of you still thinks you're a fish. And you're not, Jessica. <gasps> you are a horse. Horses don't I'm need not water. A horse. They don't need water I'm to a breathe, human Jessica. Being. They need oxygen. I am
0: not a horse. This isn't working.
1: Let's breathe <laughs> some oxygen as 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 non-fish. Okay. Together. As mammals. Let's breathe. Ready? Ready? Yes. Okay. I'm not a fish. 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 I'm not a fish.
0: I'm not a fish. I'm so funny. I'm not a fish. 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 It
1: worked. It worked because you're not a fish fish. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're a stupid fish. <laughs> stupid, stupid, dumb fish. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Yeah, I'm a fish.
1: So back when it started, literally day one, I was one of the first like few thousand people let in was truth social. Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I began immediately um, with, I mean, immediately just shit posting. And by shit posting, I mean, posting dumb ass shit that makes no sense. Yeah. And just throwing it out there and seeing what happens, you know, like haven't showered in 72 hours and my taint really shows or something, right? Doesn't really make sense. Sure. Kind of retarded, maybe a little funny. Who cares? Yeah. So I just did that constantly. Okay. But then one day I did something different. Something was happening in the world and I posted an article, but I commented, right, so that you can see it, right? My truth showed my quote. Your social truth? My my truth, my truth showed my quote, and then underneath it was an article. And in the quote, I put a direct quote from the Book of Revelations in the Bible. Okay? And I have found my niche. So what I do now is every once in a while I go through Book of Revelations quotes Mm -hmm. and I find them because they're all fucking fire and brimstone and the world's going to burn and destroy and blah, blah, blah.
0: Everyone's going to die. Everyone's going to die. Torment, despair, all that.
1: And I take quotes from Revelations and I attach them to articles that are happening in the world. (laughs) Jessica, I have gained a very large following on Truth Social (laughs) because I really think people are thinking that I'm preaching the truth.
0: They think you're a Bible thumper is what they think.
1: What's the word? Prophet of truth. They think I'm a fucking prophet and I will not share what my fucking handle is because I don't want anyone ousting me as being a false prophet. I want these truthers to believe that I am a a prophet.
0: To continue revering you.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. because then one day, I'll just start saying my own shit. Oh my God, am I starting a cult? you think all cults start out just with like someone fucking with other people
0: i think some of them do i think that has to have happened at least once by now
1: jessica i think if i really put effort into this i could create a solid cult like 30 to 50 members like of devout cult followers
0: yeah me too what are you gonna do with your newfound power i don't,
1: I don't know <laughs> it's kind of exciting isn't it makes my nipples hard wow i know
0: that's a lot of excitement
1: I've never had this much power before. <laughs> I have their lives in my hand. Good luck. It's a truth cult. <laughs> we only talk about truths.
0: We be truth in it. Yeah. Up in here.
1: Hey, you are the, the truthiest of the women. Come spread your truth upon my cock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Allow me to enter and penetrate your truth. <laughs>
1: And we're back from the break. Moving on to the second wheel spin. Jessica, please. I will. I'm not reading this. Why? Because it was your stupid fucking wheel spin.
0: I think I know what it is.
1: What is it, Jess?
0: Rubbish or scrunch.
1: That doesn't even make sense. Yes,
0: it does.
1: Doesn't make sense. It's like smash or pass. The, The British don't scrunch a bitch. You don't say, I mean, that bitch just scrunched. They're about to. You don't say that. They're going to say it. Okay. It's British Smasher Pass, right? It's British Smasher Pass. Okay. Helena Bonham Carter. Scrunch. You're going to scrunch her?
0: I'm all scruncher. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hmm. Uh, The main actor in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The one, the ginger with the flat mouth. Rubbish. Rubbish.
1: Rubbish. Okay. By the way, I would also scrunch Helena Bonham Carter. Absolutely.
0: I'd scrunch the flat mouth. Would danger. you? Yeah, I would.
1: I don't know. Something about him just like looks racist, I want to say. I don't know.
0: Kind of sick also. He's,
1: he's a little sickly. He's, he's a little sickly.
0: Yeah, but I'm okay with it.
1: Jean-Claude Van Damme. Rubbish. Uh, at his peak. Rubbish. Even at his peak? Uh-huh.
0: Are you deciding if it's too gay to say scrunch?
1: I don't think I'd scrunch either.
0: Why? Just because you're a man?
1: Because... I feel like I feel like I wouldn't want to scrunch a man who is manlier than me.
0: Because you'd get scrunched?
1: Yeah, I don't want to get scr- <laughs> I don't want to get scrunched.
0: Okay. All right. That makes sense.
1: While I feel like I could take Eddie Redmayne, who was who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I still have the gut scrunch, What's you know? the
0: name of that actress? I like her a lot. She played the kind of androgynous angel in Constantine.
1: She was also ah, Tilda Swinton. Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Rubbish or you know scrunch? What? Rubbish, because I feel like she's also too masculine for mm, me. I'm scrunching. I don't think so. I think she, I think she'd bend me over. I know? think
0: I'd dominate her. Honestly,
1: you wouldn't dominate. She oh, would no, know. Would. Tilda fucks.
0: No, no, no. She. It's not like like I would force it on her. Like it would be unwelcome. She would enjoy it.
1: Plus, I feel like she's so tall and lanky. Mm-hmm. You know, like just can't do it. I could. Just can't do it. She'd have a great time. Um, probably Joseph Gordon Levitt scrunch you'd scrunch
0: mm-hmm. I'd scrunch all up on him.
1: I feel like, I feel like I'd scrunch with Jordan. Really? Yeah. I think I could take him for sure.
0: You did play Robin. He's definitely not more masculine than you.
1: No, no, I could take him.
0: Yeah. He did play the young version of, um, Bruce Willis though in Looper.
1: True. But he had a lot of CGI on his face and it didn't look like Joseph Gordon Levitt.
0: That's true. He had to pretend to be someone more masculine.
1: He did. And he alone couldn't do it. So they had to CGI his face.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um,
1: Sasha Baron Cohen. Scrunch. Fuck. You'd scrunch him? Mm-hmm. In what character?
0: Ooh. Um,
1: Rodolfo Pirelli.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. But with uh, without the Italian disguise.
1: No, back back when he's Cockney? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's rubbish for me personally.
0: Oh, I'd scrunch it. Okay. I'd get all scrunch in it. I'd scrunch myself up inside it. How about
1: present day Courtney Cox?
0: Rubbish for me.
1: While I fully understand, I'd still scrunch it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just reminiscing over those first four seasons of Friends, Monica. Ooh, scrunch. She was perky as shit.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you said modern day. I didn't say
1: modern day. I said I'd be I, reminiscing it's, in the bed. That's rubbish for me. Okay. Okay. Uh,
0: okay. What's his name? Um, damn. I don't re- I'm so bad at names. Tom Hardy. He played.
1: He played Bane. Bane. He was in Inception. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: That's Tom Hardy.
0: I kept wanting to call him Ed Hardy. <laughs> nope. I know. I know it's wrong. I knew it was.
1: Um, Tom Hardy. Scrunch for me. You know what? Scrunch. I also feel like I could still take him, you know? I think he, I think his strength is a facade. He
0: has he's very masculine, but he has this like undercurrent of
1: he played a movie or he was in a movie where he played two roles as twins. Both were like mobsters. OK, one was straight. One was gay. OK. And the gay one was fucking terrifying. <laughs> but I feel like it could take him. You know what I mean?
0: Um, I think you're wrong. We'll find out. I think he would surprise you, but I think you'd have a good time.
1: See, I don't think so. I think, what's his name would surprise me. Uh, Oh, he played the sparkly vampire. Oh, uh, um, Robert Pattinson. I think Robert Pattinson looks weak, but I think he could fold me over so quickly. Yeah, I
0: completely disagree. I actually think I would fold him.
1: You think you would fold him? Yeah. You would fuck.
0: He just has, it's not necessarily that he's like so weak that that's what would happen without his like wanting it to necessarily. I think he's the kind of, dude that wants to be folded.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, if that were the case, it's still rubbish.
0: I, yeah, it's, um, so I'd scrunch. Okay. But more, it's a curiosity scrunch for me. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, we got one more each. Okay. Then we're moving on.
0: All right. Um, okay. I want to think of someone you wouldn't normally, I want to think of a wild card scrunch or, or rubbish, rubbish or scrunch, um, rubbish or scrunch. Hold on. Hold on. Do you have someone in mind?
1: I'm still thinking, I'm trying to also think of like a wild card. Okay. Someone who wouldn't typically come up in these conversations. Modern
0: day, muscular, CrossFit, enthusiastic, pink.
1: Ugh, rubbish. Rubbish? Rubbish. I've always thought pink was unattractive.
0: She is very masculine. That's true. I do think she's super attractive though. Mm Mm-mm. I would still rubbish. It wouldn't be a scrunch for me, but that's not a, like, it's just, it, 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 is outside the threshold of my preference. That's all.
1: Present day Eminem. And when I say present day, I mean he doesn't beat his woman anymore. I don't know. Or like verbally berate her.
0: I don't really follow him. I don't really know what's going on with him or what he looks like. Or He looks the same. I don't know. Probably rubbish, honestly.
1: Yeah, definitely rubbish. I, I thought that was a wild card, though. Who knows? Maybe you would have said scrunch.
0: Maybe you think of someone. Like, fuck you
1: for making me say scrunch so many times. You liked it. It's retarded. I hate you this. liked
0: it. What about someone who's not a celebrity? Like not in the movies.
1: Big Ed. Rubbish. 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 <laughs> Easily rubbish. <laughs>
0: um, okay. How, how about, hmm, what season of Alone are you on?
1: Two, I think. Okay. But I'm not that interested.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, fair warning, season three is not better, but there is someone in it that I need you to see. I need you to know how he is so that you and I can hate on him together.
1: Should I Google him? Are you telling me?
0: No, you don't have to do that. It'd probably be better if you watched the show. And you will. You'll watch the season and you won't enjoy it just like me and Terry didn't. But you'll finish the whole thing.
1: I don't know that I will. I mean, maybe maybe not. I haven't finished either of the other two. I get to the point where there's like two or three of them left and I just lose interest. Really? Every time.
0: I love the ending. Because nope. I love... Being able to like psychologically evaluate them and try to figure out who's actually going to last. That's, I like doing that.
1: No, pass. It's fun for me.
0: Anyway, there's this guy in season three, Patagonia, that's in Argentina. And his name is Dave. It's a hard rubbish for me.
1: Like an easy one? Like
0: an, without even a thought, it's a rubbish for me.
1: But you thought maybe I would scrunch? Is that why you're saying uh,
0: it? No, I just wanted to hear your opinions on him. Mm, <laughs> no. Just so that we could, like, you know, share in it. Because I feel like your opinion will be the same as mine.
1: Okay. Here's a wild card. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. Scrunch. Oh, rubbish.
0: Even modern day. Gray hair. No facial hair. Buzzed head.
1: Buzzed head? Scrunching it. The fuck? I'm
0: getting all up on it.
1: What? So he looks like fucking...
0: Have you not Kevin, seen him? He looks like
1: fucking Kevin Spacey in fucking Seven.
0: I don't remember what Kevin Spacey looked like in Seven. So I don't know. But he... Looks very different. He stopped dying his hair. He shaved off his facial hair and his hair is buzzed now. And he kind of looks like Bruce Willis if he were wrinklier. Although maybe I'm wrong. I haven't seen Bruce Willis in a while. So maybe that's he's- because
1: Bruce Willis is dying. What? Oh my God. You haven't heard about that. No. Oh no. Straight up. Like they don't think he's going to make it through the year. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. He has some sort of like, like early onset yet ex- exceptionally quick moving like Alzheimer's or dementia. Oh, that's which, whichever one like eats your brain away.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Alzheimer's.
1: He has that then. Oh, and like he was having, they, they, it was all over social media and like the news that I haven't it was, been
0: on social media in a while.
1: His family gathered to be what would be his last Christmas.
0: Oh, that's terrible.
1: Yeah. He's he not, he's not going to make it sad. If even, if, even if he physically makes it, his brain won't. That's a shame. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Really sad. Chris Hemsworth also early onset Alzheimer's. No
0: way. Yeah.
1: He said he's going to give up acting because he wants to spend time with friends and family because like he's going, his brain is going to be gone soon.
0: What the hell is that about?
1: (laughs) I don't fucking know. Dang. I know. Hits you out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. That's so sad. Poor guys. Poor everyone. I mean, honestly, it doesn't matter if they're a celebrity, anyone who goes through that. Anyway, on a lighter
1: note. Is it, is it lighter?
0: (laughs) No, but (laughs) let's get to my stories Which, no, are not lighter, but they are different. So let's change the subject.
1: So we're talking about rubbish.
0: Yes. Yeah. And um, when I thought of rubbish, I, of course, thought of the trash, the garbage. And then I thought...
1: Like you and your husband and your lifestyle? Mm, I don't know what you mean. Trash. Garbage.
0: No, I didn't think of that. A waste. No, I didn't think of that at all. We're very happy. Sure. Indeed.
1: No, of course.
0: Yes. Um... Honestly, for a little bit, I thought about people who have huge noses, who um, are co-hosts on podcasts and stuff. Like, what is it like to have to be on camera with such a big nose? And then I thought, you know what? There's probably not a lot of research on that. I should probably just drop it.
1: Yeah, and there's probably no research on it.
0: Just uh, There was a little, actually, but not a lot. you know. So I thought, no, I'll just pass it. And uh, I decided to talk about something else. And we're just going to dive right into it. Are you ready?
1: Yeah. No, hit me.
0: All right. We begin with police officers in Belmont. They get a report of a dead body at a waste transfer station in uh, Belmont, New Hampshire. This is on September 9th in 2021. Okay. They find the body of Jessica Lurve. She's 28 or was among the contents of a disposal truck. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Disposal truck?
0: A disposal truck. So 12 days later... After her body was discovered, the body of Matthew Schofield, who was 29, was found at a solid waste facility in Lewiston, Maine. And it's important to note that the facility he was discovered at um, was a facility at which waste would continue on for processing from the Belmont Transfer F- Facility, which is where Jessica Lurve
1: was discovered. So the Belmont facility was a middleman?
0: It would seem so. Yeah, that they have that in common.
1: Okay.
0: Um, So police investigating, evaluating, they conclude that Lervais died as a result of crush injuries. Oof. Yikes. Her death had been ruled accidental. Her crush injuries due to a trash compactor that she had likely fallen into while she was intoxicated or found herself inside of on accident. And she had been intoxicated by fentanyl at the time. (gasps)
1: Like on accident, or like she bought cocaine and it was like super laced.
0: She probably did the fentanyl. She probably used that. And then, based off of what I read, she and Matthew Schofield, because the two of them had a prior romantic relationship.
1: Oh, they were connected. Yes. whoa.
0: um had decided, were probably homeless and had decided to take shelter inside of a dumpster on the exact wrong night.
1: Mm. to hide
0: in a dumpster from the rain and get really
1: high. Because the trash cans picked you up, yeah. put you inside, and gave you the good old squeeze. Yes, they did. Ugh. Rough. That's gross.
0: Mm-hmm. Schofield, Matthew Schofield's death, had also been ruled accidental, obviously, because they were... It, and It's difficult for them to put this together. They don't know for sure, but to the best of their ability, it really seemed like the two of them had gotten high together. Whether on the same stuff or different stuff, it didn't seem like Matthew Schofield was high on the exact same thing but he was high on something and they both ended up crushed in some kind of trash compactor. So yikes, um, it had rained before they were discovered. Pretty sure they took shelter. Like I said, in a trash can, dumpster, recycling bin, something like that. And they got crushed on the way to the trash facility.
1: Oops. That's unfortunate.
0: Terrible. Next up authorities respond to, uh, investigate a report of a missing person they're called to an apartment complex in Palatine, Illinois. This is 2013. Okay. So they show up and this lady comes up and she tells them that she can't find her husband. Okay. She talked to him last on the phone as she was leaving work. She let him know she was going to go out to dinner with friends or drinks or something. She gets home like four and a half hours after that. And she says she cannot find him. Okay. And that's a quote. I assume that means she couldn't connect with him on like her phone as well. Like he wasn't answering his phone. She wasn't able to reach out to him, whatever. And it had been long enough that the police took her report seriously. So the police start to ask around the apartment complex. Neighbor says that they saw her husband about 6.30 p.m. And uh, he had been asking for a key to the trash room to the lower level that was inside the lower level parking garage. He told his neighbor that he'd lost his phone. So after talking with his wife, perhaps he had taken out his trash dropped it into the trash chute. And he claims oh, okay. that he may have lost his phone in as he trash. took out the trash. That his phone may now be in the like garbage dumpster in the garage somewhere. So
1: they had like a trash chute, you think? hmm That's cool.
0: Yeah. So the officers, hearing this, decide to go down to the lower level of the garage, explore the the trash room, the garbage room. They notice a ladder propped up alongside the trash compactor.
1: Oh no! Oops. He thought he dropped his phone in.
0: It's possible what so he, he thought was just to get his phone. It's possible what he thought was just a dumpster was actually a. Have trash you ever compactor. seen a trash compactor though? I've never have.
1: They're very distinguishable. I really from, wouldn't know from a dumpster.
0: Either way, he got a ladder and climbed inside it. And inside, of course, they found her husband's body. Obvious signs of being super squished. By the trash compactor. Yeah. And I do have one photo for reference.
1: Oh, whip it out. It's not
0: him, but it is someone else. Okay. Stuck in not a not a trash compactor, but a baler, which has a similar purpose. It's fucking rough. Are you sure? Yeah. One second. Sorry. Okay. Reddit really wants to make sure that we're over the age of 18.
1: I bet it does.
0: It super does. Can you figure this out? It's not. I'm just trying to like minimize to get to that. There's a little button down here that says, yes, I'm 18 and I can't get to it. I don't
1: understand. (gasps) Ooh, you figured it out. Oh, my God.
0: He's basically just a torso.
1: You didn't tell this to an eye bletch?
0: It is, by the way.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. His scalp is open. Yep. Exploded. You can see his brains. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Rough
0: stuff. And uh, patrons, if you are interested in seeing the exact photo we're looking at, just for the, for the educational purpose of it, you know? Of course. Um, as to what could possibly happen to a human body inside of a trash compactor or a baler, uh, I've got just the picture for you, and I will be putting that on our patron Patreon so you can take a look at it, this exact one. It's rough stuff, and it is very gory, so proceed with caution. Um, I'll have you know, by the way, a lot of people in the comments of this particular photo. What we're seeing, by the way, is a, a young man, seems to be in pretty good shape, or at least he was. He's basically squished from the hips down, um, both arms completely bent in strange angles and unrecognizable, and his head seems to have exploded from the top.
1: It looks like it blossomed like a flower.
0: It's wide open. Um, people in the comments after saying this basically said are a lot of people showed up who actually have experience with bailers this size and they said, in order to actually be in there when something is going on, someone would have had to set you up for it.
1: Was the, it murder? They
0: believe this person was murdered.
1: <gasps> Whoa. Because
0: mm-hmm. he's so far inside it, and that's not something that typically happens. Just yeah, you know, I would oops, imagine.
1: Oopsie. I'd imagine you lose a finger, maybe an arm. hmm Damn.
0: Rough. 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 So, with that reference. We move on to my very last story. Okay. Laura Prechodko. She's 48, or was. She celebrated her birthday in Paris and Ibiza with friends in 2018, so she's got a lot of money. Sure. A month later, a month after her birthday, her 48th, she's found at the bottom of the trash chute of the Zeckendorf Towers in Union Square, where she had been
1: living. The bottom of a trash chute?
0: The bottom of a trash chute. So she, and, she,
1: did she dive down head first, or was she murdered? Let's see.
0: NYPD viewed the security footage. Laura entered the building at 10, I'm sorry, 4:10 p.m., July 10th, 2018. She gets on the elevator by herself. Earlier that day, she'd gone to a nearby bar, watched the World Cup semifinals. She apparently really wanted France to beat Belgium. and they did.
1: So she celebrated.
0: That's exactly what she did. She got lit. In fact, her blood alcohol level at the time was 0.29. Whoa. She got very, very drunk.
1: Whoa, that's massive. She was
0: having an incredible time. Uh, Police said that she appeared to be drunk and stumbling in the surveillance footage. The doorman said that she seemed to be very happy. She was passing out high fives like it was cool, having a a wonderful day, it seemed like. A neighbor on the 27th floor later told police that she got home around 4.20 p.m., noticed nothing was amiss in the hallway um, a hallway which had no security cameras by the way she walked to her own apartment 10 minutes later that same neighbor said she thought she heard loud noises in the hallway she stepped out to investigate and finds only a purse Okay. later it was shown that the purse was Laura's or Lara's I guess I don't know and it was on the floor outside the trash chute entrance and minutes after that forty, so 20 minutes after that a maintenance worker checks the trash compactor because it had become jammed.
1: What What kind of jammed?
0: He found Laura's body inside it. <sighs> she had been, quote, crushed from multiple angles, unquote. She had fallen 27 stories.
1: Whoa. And landed in that? And
0: ended up in the trash compactor.
1: What are the fucking odds of that?
0: Dying by trash chute and ending up crushed not just by the fall but then by the trash compactor on the way down. But I'm here to tell you here to tell you the plot thickens. Okay. Laura's father, or Lara's father, Nicholas Prochodko, believes that she was murdered. He explained that the trash chute at Zeckendorf Towers was about or is about 15 inches by 18 inches, and it has a door that needs to open in order to put anything inside. He says that his daughter was 5'10, about 130 pounds which he believed would make it impossible for her to just fall in or even attempt suicide.
1: Can you explain where his logic was?
0: Um, He thinks she was too large to fit into the trash chute
1: easily. But like he just knew that's how she wanted to die was to dive down a trash chute?
0: He doesn't think she was trying to commit suicide. He believes she was not suicidal in the least. Other people say that she must have fallen in on accident because that's how drunk she was. Okay. He says, no, that couldn't have been the case. Because? Because not only is the trash chute entrance very small, but she went in feet first.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. That was a dumped body then, right?
0: That's what he thinks. So he had her body in 2019 looked at by um, former a former New York city chief medical examiner. His name is Michael Baden. Okay. Whose name may or may not ring a little bell for you. He made headlines after examining Jeffrey Epstein's body <gasps> and concluding that his injuries were more homicidal than suicidal in nature.
1: Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So, his determination was that Lara, quote, may have died because of homicidal ligature strangulation and was then placed in the garbage chute, unquote. So, crime scene photos show a pale line around her neck with blue coloration above otherwise called cyanosis. Okay. He also stated that strangulation may also explain why there was very little bleeding, at least. Damn. There's some, just some dudes over here revving their engines in the middle of the night because they have got something to prove. Okay. I get it. Your balls are huge.
1: Your, your penis is massive (laughs) out there.
0: Right. Anyway, he says that strangulation may also explain why there was very little bleeding from the lacerated viscera. Wherever it is her skin split open, there wasn't as much bleeding as would normally be expected. And uh, the torn blood vessels noted at her autopsy after this fall, which was from obviously 27 stories. So there should have been quite a, quite a lot of blood. Right. He claims there was not as much as he would normally expect, which may, explain, may be explained by her actually dying before she was in the trash chute. Autopsy photos show very little internal bleeding anywhere but around Laura's neck. He also mentioned uh, to Nicholas Prochotko, Lara's dad, that her blouse had been torn away and might indicate that she'd struggled with an attacker. She also fell 27 stories, though, in a very narrow trash chute. Yeah. So I think it's also possible that that ripped off her top, but who knows? Um, anyway, this doctor, medical examiner, he says, quote, I've never seen a drunk person be able to go into a narrow chute. And go feet first, down 27 stories. That's extremely unusual. He agreed to take a look at the autopsy report pro bono, he says. No charge. And he says, my opinion is that there's enough information that should be, and that this should be investigated as a homicide.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, Nicholas... Lara's dad, she, he submitted Baden's fighting findings to the New York County District Attorney's Office and the NYC Office of the Medical Examiner and requested, requested that her case be reopened. Please don't consider this an accident, basically. Okay. But they responded that the medical examiner who originally looked at her found, quote, no signs of foul play, and they did not reopen her case. So he took it to court. Okay. Um, it actually may be ongoing still, but he believes that her husband David um, Sklatchett, okay, David Sklatchett, hired a hitman to kill her. Both of these men, Whoa. her husband and her alleged hitman, have been accused by Nicholas and taken to court. Uh, apparently, before her death, she and David were embroiled in some sort of very bitter divorce, an expensive one.
1: Ah, uh, there it is. Right,
0: and a custody battle over their son. Um, from which she had recently gained custody back after a DUI, Lara's father told Dateline that she had been granted visitation rights with him and was scheduled to see her son just the day after she died. He seems to believe that the motive is much is as much about money as it is about
1: anger. Okay.
0: Because David's Manhattan construction business, TauCon Inc., had gone bankrupt two years before her death, so in the midst of their divorce, it sounds like. And uh, his company had also been facing several lawsuits as well since the lawsuit between David and Lara's father, Nicholas, began. It's come out that Lara had an affair with Wayne Gatinella, the CEO of WebMD. What? Mm hmm. So this suit brought on by Nicholas, Lara's dad, charges David Sh- uh, Um says that he was able to track Lara through software that he installed on her laptop spyware. In order to, I don't know, GPS locate her. I'm really not sure how that works.
1: So is that is that supposed to be you? What? I said, is that supposed to be you? Me? Like, is he able to geolocate you?
0: I don't understand. Me? He doesn't know me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never mind. Oh, Never mind. Oh, got it. Okay.
0: Anyway, in early 2018, John Doe, which is the only way he's identified in court documents, that's the alleged hitman, visited the Zeckendorf Towers. And another nearby building where Lara had an apartment in just the days before she died. Okay. Pretty suspicious. Um, Here is allegedly, and this is from Reddit. A lot of people got really on fire about this. This is apparently the trash chute. Not the trash chute, but the kind of trash chute that was in her building.
1: That's exactly what I pictured.
0: It's very small. It's a lot smaller than you think.
1: And to go, I mean, like... I don't know. Feet first is better than head first in that.
0: First of all, to be suicidal and think this is how I'm going, this little hole in the wall and having no idea where that shoot is going and how I don't buy it,
1: where it's going and how it's going to the basement fast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oof. Can you even imagine like if she had oh, shit, <laughs> if she hadn't been dead before someone pushed her in that or before she fell in? Could you imagine falling on accident through that? No. You're so drunk. you just like, oh no, my cell phone, my watch or something. Just, ah, oh no. And you fall in into that. It's so dark and cramped. Could you imagine your claustrophobia?
1: Ugh. No. See, I'd be glad if I died in that situation. because I don't want to live with that.
0: I'll put the, uh, the picture, by the way, of the trash shoot on social media. So look out for that, guys, after this comes out. So you can get a look at it yourself. Wild, terrible. Can't even imagine. Dad's worst nightmare. The probably the worst way to die, in his opinion, outside of like being stuck on an airplane that's crashing with a crocodile or something.
1: Yeah. No, that's fucking horrendous. hmm. Ugh. Yeah. See, Jessica, that's why I work at a desk. That's why. Those are the reasons why.
0: So that you don't end up in a trash heap. Yeah. Why would that save you?
1: Because I wouldn't be there.
0: Because you wouldn't live on the 27th floor?
1: Yeah. I couldn't afford to. Okay. Working at my desk.
0: That's true. <laughs>
1: I, dude, fuck that. Because you know, either she was killed or she felt so confident in that. That confidence only comes from the blue collar.
0: Yeah. Do you mean the white collar?
1: No, the blue collar.
0: The confidence?
1: Yes. Because the blue collar would be like, oh, I can do that. No problem. Let me just reach down 27 floors for my phone. And then whoop.
0: She's not a blue collar lady, though.
1: Of course she is, Jessica.
0: No, she's white collar. She's very rich. She came from money.
1: You said- She is very rich. Yeah, she's dead. How can she be rich?
0: I think you know what I mean. She had a lot of money before she died. She had a lot of money before she got married.
1: She got married.
0: Yeah, her husband is the one charged with killing her.
1: For some reason, so out of it. No, for some reason you were like, yeah, like she was married. And in my head, I was like, oh my god, she died on her wedding night.
0: (laughs) Jacob is really feeling the alcohol right now. I
1: am. I am. I'm going down like a cheap whore.
0: Yeah, you look like you are fading fast. So let's get I this am. wrapped
1: up. I am fading fast. I'm gonna spin the wheel while I still got a little oomph. Do it for lack of a better word. Don't say that. All right. You're one of those people that chooses to eat from the trash. <laughs> Where do you forage? Parentheses. You're not homeless, just a freak. Oh, so you're not eating out of the trash because you need to. Okay. You're eating out of the trash because you want to. All right. Where do you go, like, to get your trash food?
0: What was that little pastry? Not little, honestly, but really successful pastry pastry shop in uh, Burbank. The one that made the potato balls with the meat inside.
1: Oh my God, Porto's.
0: Porto's Bakery. I would eat out of their trash. That'd be my go-to. Really? Yeah.
1: I feel like it'd be a lot of like plantains.
0: I think it'd be a lot more than that.
1: You think more than just plantains?
0: Mm-hmm. I could decide to just, like, I don't know, graze on things here and there throughout the day. And at the very end of the day, when they're like, oh, no, we didn't sell all this stuff. We have to th- toss it out. I'd have a feast.
1: Just eat it. Just yep. eat it all.
0: All this gourmet food for free. Yep. Okay. Would your be yours be Panera Bread?
1: No, it wouldn't be Panera Bread. We're talking places that throw delicious food into their dumpsters. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with Starbies. No, I was going to say, let's do. <laughs> oh, Schlotskys. You're weird. No, just imagine that bread. Oh, fuck that. Now that I said that out loud, pass. I'm going to go to like a Mexican grocer, mm. like Vallarta.
0: But those are just ingredients, not necessarily stuff put together, though.
1: Just in the trash. And you
0: couldn't cook them.
1: And I go through the trash can and guess what I find? Pond duel say. I guess. Delicious pawn duel say.
0: I think you're making a terrible decision, but you're also too drunk to make a better one, so
1: this is absolutely fact. <laughs> <laughs> can barely keep my eyes open.
0: Jake's fading fast.
1: I'm gonna take a nap.
0: Now that we've have the camera on too, no. they get to see when when no. we're we're weak and stumbling. You caught Jacob on a bad day.
1: This is a rough day. Mm -hmm. I told you I've been tired all fucking week.
0: You have been and you did tell me so.
1: And it's happening again.
0: Well, all right. I think we're good to go. Please like, rate and subscribe.
1: And share this podcast. You can share it with anyone who works with trash compactors or who.
0: Has trash that they throw out.
1: Yeah, including the corpses of servicemen like Jessica wishes. I don't wish that. You can share it with anyone who supports the troops like I do or who absolutely despises the troops like Jess.
0: I don't despise them. I'm married to one and my father is one and many of my friends are as well.
1: She's a wolf in sheep's clothing, it nope. sounds like.
0: No, our sister is a serviceman. I don't hate servicemen. I love servicemen.
1: It's not what it sounds like. Well, it sounds like you're ready to...
0: Anyway, please visit our website at threeshotsin.com and uh, please visit us on Patreon. Patreon slash in. Because uh, there you can find a lot of wonderful, amazing goodies for a very moderate and modest, reasonable price, I believe. Please join us also on Instagram and Facebook. Three Shots In on Facebook and Three Shots In Podcast on Instagram, where we go live every Friday.
1: Every Friday you get to get a nice little sneak peek preview as to not only what we're going to talk about, Mm -hmm. but the kind of people that we are, you know? You get a little sure. sneak peek into our souls.
0: I mean, okay.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of titty talk in there. And, and we do
0: talk about tits quite and, a lot. And
1: trash speak.
0: Mm, yes. It's trashy and
1: raw. Uh. Uncut. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got my attention. I bet. That was lame. More importantly, though, subscribe on Patreon. It's only five bucks a month. You can become a member on Patreon. You can watch our super secret exclusive podcast, Three Shot Cinema. You can watch all of these bonus takes that we do.
0: You mean listen to? You said watch.
1: Oh, no, you can't watch them yet. Just listen to them.
0: Yeah, but they are there. And there's a lot you've got to let to catch up on.
1: You, if you are not on Patreon, you should go right now. Mm-hmm. Drop everything you're doing. Three Shots In.com. Select our Patreon page and subscribe right now.
0: Good job, Jacob. Thank you. We would love to have you. So please join our current list of patrons, patrons who are active. We love you so much. We are inspired by you and your love. We're, we're, um, aroused by you and your love.
1: Oh, not
0: in a sexual way, Jacob.
1: Like tickled.
0: Yes. Excited. Okay. That kind of way.
1: Well, anyway, next week's episode, are you excited for it? I think I am. So it's season four. Mm hmm. Episode 20. There's, oh. This is three shots in 420.
0: Oh. So we're talking about drugs.
1: We are talking about marijuana.
0: Mary Jane.
1: That's right. It's all got to connect there.
0: Cannabis. Sure. Uh-huh.
1: Or, or any, anything else that'll get you high.
0: Mm. Is that what 420 means? I thought 420 specifically meant pot.
1: Does it? I heard, well, I heard that like one of the like...
0: Okay, you're in absolutely no state to answer that question, so we'll get back to it next next episode. uh. (laughs) We'll get back to it. Thank you for trying. Anyway, Um, the
1: next week's topic is high.
0: (laughs) It is high. High. High, and uh, we'll see you then. High,
1: 420. I'm fucked up. Yeah. All right, good night, everybody. Yeah.
0: We'll see you then. Good night. like it's just there's no point in answering it oh but if i pull
1: oh my god i I'm, hate you and i your can't hiccups.
0: stop